Hey everyone, welcome back to But Why I Love the Podcast, the podcast where every week myself, Adrian, and Matt talk about the things in pop culture that people say matter and ask the question, but why though? Before we get started, wanted to let you know that you should definitely head on over to iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe to us. It helps other people find us and it's the easiest way to support us. But if you want to support us a little more, head on over to patreon.com, patreon.com slash butwhythopc. And as always, enjoy the show. Welcome back to But Why Though the Podcast, and today we are doing an Aquaman review. As always, I'm your host, Kate, and we're with Adrian. Hey, how's it going? And Matt. Hello. So I guess let's just do our first impressions, or like, what were you expecting when you went in? Um, I was expecting absolutely nothing. <laughs> well, I, was ex- I mean, I, I was expecting, yeah, something absolutely nothing. I didn't want, I mean, I wanted it, if, it was, if I can give one expectation, I was hoping it wasn't. I wasn't going to leave it how I left Justice League or Batman v Superman. It was the only expectation I wanted. Just don't make you want your money back? Yeah, low bar. Low bar. <laughs> um, based on the... Because I actually did watch the trailers, I was expecting a lot of colors. And that's about it. That was my only expectation. <laughs> I thought I was going to get a bunch of neon bioluminescent colors. Um, so for me, I watched all the trailers and all the shorts because I wanted to make sure that if we were going to spend money on this movie, that I was going to want to see it. Um, so I actually expected, I, I went in there with like, I guess, higher expectations, like higher than Justice League. And I, my main thing was like, it was visually going to be a beautiful movie. Um, just because I actually love James Wan's work in horror and he's a visual director. That was the, I was only thinking about visuals. So, you mean you mean James Wong, uh, the amazing director of Furious Seven with all of its action set pieces? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the man who also created an entire subgenre of horror, which is now defining the current theater run horror generation. So. But Furious uh. Seven, though. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so my expectations were really just put on Juan himself, not really the actors or anything else that was happening. Um, so if we want to go into, I guess you want to go into a little bit about the movie first before we give what we thought. Sure. Yeah. So the movie follows Aquaman, Arthur Curry, who is played by Jason Momoa, and he's already Aquaman, like he's established and Justice League still happened in this universe. Yeah. Um, which was <laughs> they, a little disappointing. They had to throw that they had to throw that one line of dialogue in there just to let us know that that apparently happened. Well, I mean, they kind of threw a lot more than just that one line of dialogue. Like they do mention Stephen Wolf, but the fact that the media knows who he is and everybody knows who he is, I took that to mean that like, yeah, Justice League happened. We didn't erase that. Well, to be fair, they've done it before where they can play it off with, like, the media already knows kind of who he is. Or that that's he fair. Exists. No, that's fair. I just, I just, from this point of view, like, I, he came out to sea for the first time with, with, with uh, Justice League. And that's the only time that, like, I guess outside of his little area um, that people paid attention to him. But, yeah. Um, and so, essentially, it is, I don't, it, it's not throne of atlantis it's not throne of atlantis at all but it's like throne of atlantis adjacent in which he's fighting his brother um ocean master or orm and he is attempting to reclaim the throne of atlantis in order or to claim the throne of atlantis from his brother orm in order to i guess like to stop to stop war to stop the war between atlantis and its different kingdoms and the surface that's Aquaman. <laughs> That's the entire thing. 
Um, but I don't say that as a bad thing because personally, I think there were a lot of scenes that really stood out to me that I remember. Um, like the entire movie opens with his mom and dad and you learn like the backstory, which I I don't think a lot of animations, which is where most of my familiarity with Aquaman comes into play. They don't really focus on a lot of his home life or his connections. Like this is probably like the first superhero who ha- he has mom issues, but he definitely has a dad who loves him. So like he's not completely broken. Um, yeah, one of the comments I saw was like, his both his parents are still alive. Are we sure he's a superhero? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I do think it was really cool. Like, if you had told me that Nicole Kidman would have been in a fight scene in 2018, I wouldn't have believed you. So when y'all left the movie theater, how did you feel when you left the movie? Because I know, Adrian, you said you did not want to feel bad. So did you feel bad when you left the movie? No, I I definitely didn't feel bad. I didn't, like, walk out hating life like I did with some of the, with, uh, Batman Superman. Um... I didn't walk out kind of like let down like I did for Wonder Woman because like that third act isn't as great. Um, I left okay. It was it was cool. I'm all right. Like I'm very lukewarm with it. Like I don't really have any strong feelings either way. Like overall for the movie, there's some really cool pieces, but I definitely wasn't disappointed. Matt, as far as when I left the movie theater, um, I left it actually pretty excited and I actually really enjoyed this movie. But I also want to say there's probably a few things of, like, very high biasy to that, of which I guess if we talk about the crap plot or whatever, it was kind of not really your traditional superhero movie, and it was more of, like, just an adventure movie, and the fact I love marine creatures. And I've been yelling about The Deep by Tom Taylor that will be debuting season three on Netflix in January, and a lot of that seemed to come out in this movie. I mean, you did get confirmation that Tom Taylor's deep team did actually consult and work on Aquaman. Yes. But it was one of those, like, because of that, I was like, I really enjoyed this. But there's definitely, like Adrian said, a lot of, like, flaws that you can tell in this movie. So I walked out really hyped, and I loved it a whole bunch. I loved my girl Mara actually doing something that isn't just, like, getting kicked getting her ass kicked and then um i i love the movie overall and i really want to watch it again but the talking is horrible like the dialogue is not good um africa by toto is not good god is not good and is awkward like it does not fit that scene at all yeah it does they're flying over the sahara desert jesus christ (laughs) the rain people or the water people are going over africa um they were they were already there before africa was a thing (laughs) uh so dumb so dumb the music is really fucking bad in this movie it is it's yeah. It's the, not good. Yeah, it's not the, not good choices. After coming off of John Williams episode, like this music in this movie yeah. is not the best. No. Yeah. Um like there are a lot of flaws in this movie. Like, this is not a perfect movie. Um that being said, I personally like it more than Wonder Woman and would watch it ten times over Wonder Woman. I thought this was way better than Wonder Woman. Wonder um, Woman third act is terrible. Yeah, so I, that's, that's, that's like where I was like when I left the theater. Like, would I rather watch three-fourths of Wonder Woman where I was like pretty entertained the whole time? Or would I just go back and just watch like the action set pieces of Aquaman? Yeah. And I don't know which one I'd do. I'd probably just go watch back the action set pieces of Aquaman. Well, because, yeah. And that's the other thing. Like, the pace of Aquaman, because it is more of an adventure movie. So, like, the action happens yeah. all the time. Like, there are so many action sequences in the movie itself that I think it's able to make up for some of the like the poor soundtrack choices or the dialogue because honestly i didn't care about any of the dialogue i just wanted to like see it look party which it did and i wanted to see people fight which it did and i got damn water blades and that's really all i wanted like i i wanted to walk out of this movie with water blades and i got them so like it may be a little biased and i do think that like 
one of the things and maybe one of the reasons why I feel so happy about this movie is because my bar was like in the sub basement for what DC could do next, essentially. So that might be like why I feel this happy. Yeah, it's a weird time, right? Like you can't hold this movie to the caliber of like an Infinity War you know, a Black yeah. Panther or even like into the Spider-Verse. So you just kind of like have to be okay with like subpar. <laughs> like, yeah. That's such well, like, a I weird don't... thing to do going into a movie. And I don't really like it. Well, so like the thing is, though, it's like, I don't even think it was. So... Oh, God. So I finally understand what people say, what they mean when it's like, this is a fun movie. Like, well, see, that's it's fun... a fun movie. See, that's and it a... knows what it is. See, I guess that's the thing about like when people say it's a fun movie because I've heard that before. But I'm like, a lot of these movies have a lot of downtime and a lot of boring time. Like people are like Justice League was a fun movie. I'm like, the first hour and a half of that movie, nothing happens. So like, yeah. what you like, cool. The last thirty minutes may have been fun, but you wasted an hour and thirty minutes. I mean, it's like you brought up Fast and the Furious. Like the reason I don't change the channel if Fast and the Furious comes on is because I know that the acting is going to be terrible. But I'm going to watch shit blow up for the next hour. And I'm to- totally okay with that. I counter that by saying this movie has way better actors in it than Fast and the Furious does. No, that They're, is fair. <laughs> Fast well, and Furious top hold, hold actor on, on. is talk- Vin Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> you no, have Nicole fair. Kidman. Uh, Patrick Wilson, I guess, is okay. But like, there's Patrick better Wilson, actors in this movie. Yeah. That- so Patrick Wilson, I think, is a perfect Orm. Um, William Dafoe but- was amazing in this movie. Yeah, I love William Dafoe. <laughs> Surprisingly, but Dafoe is probably the strongest actor in the movie. That is also fair. But, like, William Dafoe, for the part that he played, was amazing in this movie, I thought. Yeah, he was. William Dafoe, yeah. And my, my man Dolph Lundgren, he's pretty, he's pretty all right. I mean, he went uh, bad. I, he's a I, chemical I engineer. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little, it took me a while to recognize him, but. Uh... Yeah, there's some CGI on that on that dude's face. There are a lot sure. of CGI. <laughs> William Defoe kind of warm as he was. All I kept thinking was like, "Man, this Green Goblin is great." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you make your choice, Aquaman. Like, I mean, I I guess for me too. I don't know. I think I also just come at this with like, I know the director. I know the choices he makes with actors, and I know like I. How do I say it? Like. Yes, I think you're completely right. If Nicole Kidman is billed and Willem Dafoe is billed as your actors, like you expect some top-notch acting. I think they both um, did great. I that mean, being they, said, they weren't the lead, but I love great. Jason Momoa, but that man can't really act. And I've watched like The Frontier and his other show that he has on Netflix where it is heavy acting and not just action. And he's not the greatest of actors. Um... Amber Heard is so-so. Patrick Wilson, I mean, is Patrick Wilson. He kind of plays the same role all the time. Um, And then I actually thought Manta was probably the better actor of our main cast outside of Willem Dafoe, personally. I I disagree so hard. I hated him so much. I loved him. He was a bad Power Rangers villain. I loved him. Damn you! I loved it! It was so good! I was so done with him after that scene. I was like, this is so stupid. This is so dumb. And his whole scene, getting his suit together, and his dialogue during the fight, uh, it was so 90s Power Rangers. I I hated it. Okay, so maybe this, so I think this is the problem. Like, I I, I love that though. Like, I... I personally felt like James Wan knew the movie he was making, and he wasn't trying to make it be a damn Oscar winner. It's just so overly like the dialogue is just so overly cheesy and campy. It's not like it's not like a breath of fresh air. The way that here's the problem. I think I found it. These actors aren't good at doing campy. Yeah, so I'm saying like this isn't the breath of fresh air that like Thor Ragnarok was. Yeah, it's like because they have better actors and you have people who can deliver camp very well and these dudes it just comes off as like a 80s action movie with Dolph Lundgren Dolph Lundgren in it. <laughs> like, like it just comes off so like they should just the movie's long right like you could cut out all the Manta stuff and I think the movie improves for me by like three or four points that was a little part of the disappointing like because yeah. if you're just I gonna am... like let him get dicked in like two seconds then why even that's put him fine. in the movie that's fair no, the, as Adrian said with the Manta part, like, you could literally probably, as much as I liked his suit and I liked everything else, and they kind of set him up nicely, I guess, but 
they could cut him out and it probably wouldn't have bothered me as much. I liked him, but he just didn't do enough. I doesn't change the movie. Yeah, it, it doesn't change the movie yeah. literally well, at that, all. That's what I was going to say. I loved him so much and I loved his suit so much. But you're not wrong. I know. That was a problem. <laughs> I thought his suit was amazing. He looked And cool. I would be a hypocrite if I said, keep something in that doesn't benefit the whole movie. Because <laughs> it really doesn't. Yeah, it's just... All it was like, you could have had the Atlantean soldiers still go and fight Mira and yeah. Arthur. Yeah. You told me Orn couldn't hijack a submarine on his own. Yeah. Well, I mean. Like they could have thrown of Atlantis that whole scene and it would have been fine. Well, I mean, then, that is Throne of Atlantis, isn't it? Yeah, but like, it just doesn't... Damn you! Oh, I can't get it's it out so of my bad. head. It was so bad. It was so it. bad. Also, I like how they had like... The I, loved how, I loved how Aquaman like leaves. Like, that scene was dope, but then you, really you immediately good. go to, damn you! Like, this is fucking Anakin yelling at Obi-Wan over <laughs> a lava fire. Speaking of that, fire. Jango Fett was in this movie. He was one of my favorite parts of this movie. I loved he him. was good. I loved watching him and I loved watching Arthur and his dad. Like that is yeah. such a heartwarming relationship. Dude, really- all the Polynesians that they do throughout the whole movie together, amazing. Loved it's all of it. Really good. Loved that stuff. And like and they've like James Wan and Jason Momoa ha- like they purposely put in a lot of Polynesian stuff. And like one of my yeah, favorite scenes sure. and he does it in the submarine fight and he does it at the last fight. He actually does like some of the uh, the lines from the Haka when he's fighting, mm-hmm. and then his entire stance is like that yep. in a lot of what he's doing. Like it's it's awesome, and like it's as like Polynesian culture has such a investment in the ocean and in like everything that this could be. Like they took him and they made it that much more connected between a human and Atlantean by utilizing that aspect of it. And I think it was really, really good. And I, Jason is a perfect Aquaman in my eyes. Yeah, but Aquaman yeah, yeah. nobody ever takes serious, so that was why it's great. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not even yeah. I'm not even mad at like Jason Momoa's like lines of the movie. Like he plays like the there's some bad the lines, dumb They're like really the dumb bad. brute. Okay, I guess it's the stuff with him and Mira that really like I didn't like at all. I liked the stuff with the him and Mira. '80s romance stuff. Like that stuff, you cut all that stuff out it. of the movie. The movie. Doesn't change either because Third of Atlantis really benefits on on yep. him on Mira and him having an established relationship and yep. what they do in the ending yep. is no the setup think... for the yep. throne. It but sets it up perfect. No one who's like watching this movie who hasn't seen Third of Atlantis does it, or they could have just done it better. Like well, when it's not in... even just Throne of Atlantis. Like if even they just if you don't take it do into it very well. Things, it's just not have, good. You have to cement Mira and Arthur, and I I personally like. The way they interact with each other, I like that Mira is the more strategic of the two, and he's just like, I just hit shit. She's 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 super strategic. You have to go defeat Orn now, but let's make out in this fucking three sixty scene. So oh I god, like dumb. That. That was so dumb. So I didn't so like that. It's stupid as shit. No, that was by far the worst scene of the entire movie. I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I I think I I think it really falls away too because, um, between. The, the mom and dad at the beginning, I believe that way more in like the five minutes that, that scene was on than the entire in, entirety of their like love building stuff. So if that makes sense. It does make sense. I think Nicole Kidman a, is just a lot better act, actress yes. than like pretty much all of those people combined. But yes. <laughs> you can do a lot with a little. Yeah. I said Nicole Kidman and just like her little, like I said, William Defoe and Nicole Kidman just in their small pieces, like, Really show that they're much better actors and actresses. Than... Not in her moo though. That was that was actually. Not I take that. Moo-moo. I take that back. I take that back. <laughs> the worst part is Nicole Kidman popping out of nowhere in some random ass dress. A moo Dry. It was a in the middle movie. of the ocean. Yeah, that was dumb too. And I was like, "Where did you come from? Where did you get these clothes? Yeah, what are you that didn't wearing?" Make, that made no sense. <laughs> it made no sense, especially like with like the plot, like the dialogue. Because I thought I was like, I thought. I thought Orn was cool with his mom just getting sacrificed to the trench. Now we're now we're like a loving family all of a sudden. When we just spent like I why was she in a mumu? Where's her armor I, I, at? I, I, <laughs> Look at this chick's some armor. I was like, you you just showed her in like freaking bones of trench people. Yeah, the Mumu would have made more sense in the end because when she pops out to see Tom again, she's in armor. <laughs> why is she in armor going to see her her husband? But no, she oh. shows up to a battle in a mumu. 
Yeah, and it was very anticlimactic because I actually did enjoy like the last battle. Dude, that last those last fight scenes were dope. Yes. When he's doing the Polynesian fighting styles and yes. he jacks him up, it was awesome. And then Nicole Kidman showed up, and I was like, "What are you wearing? And why are you here? And why are you dry? It's raining, and you're on the middle of the." <laughs> Oh. Uh, um, yeah, that's that's kind of all I had to do. I didn't really like Mira's dialogue either, and I don't. I guess I mean, I guess if Nicole Kidman was giving the role lines, it would have been better. But the one that really like got me was like between scenes. She's like, I I hate the surface just as much as you do. And then the, literally the next scene when they're in the Sahara, she's like, I would never judge a place before I see it. Then you have like the whole she's biting the roses thing. There's just some weird choices so in the writing. I thought the biting the roses thing was was good. I didn't mind that part actually. I did not mind that at all, especially knowing Mira. But I didn't like the like that what you just pointed out, like the the change in her uh, her stance so quick. Yeah, that was weird. Because she bite, she bit some roses, and now she's like open minded. That's how great Italy cool. is. That's how great <laughs> Italy is. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Yeah, but that's all. I got. That's really all I got in dialogue. Um, the dialogue. What about the costumes? Costumes are dope. I liked them for Let the most Matt part. Let Matt talk about dialogue. Oh, I was gonna okay, say the sorry. dialogue is by far the worst part of this movie. Yes. Like yeah, even I the, agree. the jokes. Like I wanted to like the jokes, but the jokes are even so the, bad. Yeah, they didn't a lot land. Of them did not land. They didn't look like they land. It didn't even look. It looked so bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I liked Mira beyond that though. Like I, I don't know. Which she wasn't talking. Huh? Well, I liked everybody when they weren't talking because I actually like Jason Momoa a lot more when he wasn't talking too. Like the dialogue is just horrible. Hey, hey, his when he was on the boat, I really liked his dialogue on the boat. When he comes out of his like Game of Thrones looking, but he was still brooding. (laughs) The man put like three words was a sentence to him on the boat. Hey, hey, that's pretty good. More word than he could speak in Justice League because all he could say in that movie was my My man, man. my man. Yeah. Now he says my lovely mirror or something like that. No, I do think, like, when it comes to dialogue for him, I they did do a better job this movie where he did have that type of attitude, but he wasn't such a butt like in Justice League. Like, it still had that under the surface. Like, Dude Bro was under the surface, but he had more to him than just Dude Bro. Yes. Yeah. Three words. Not my man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you um, actually went to the restroom when he told the joke about, or Mira tried to tell the joke about him stinking and smelling bad, and he tried to smell armpit and stuff. Oh, yeah, then he smells himself. And that was, was like, like so terrible. Oh, I and you're missed like, what that. A, and you're like, I missed it, and I was like, don't worry, you missed nothing. Oh, <laughs> it yeah. Was, I, it was awful. That might have been the worst joke of the entire movie. And that's why I was like, you didn't miss anything. Yeah, that's fair. Um,. However, this movie wasn't in sepia tone and thinking that they were making good things, so I can live with the dialogue. Do you think they were trying to go for like a Thor Ragnarok kind of thing? Like, I think they were the just trying to go relief for... kind of funny movie, but just didn't work. Well, I don't know if they were trying to go for that per se, as much as kind of, I mean, I want to say they do her, but I'm also kind of like Aquaman. Besides, maybe the one edition or rendition, nineties, nineties, yeah, Hook with man. the hook. Besides the hook, man, he's always been like that for the most yeah. part, like a joke. Yeah, I mean, you even saw that. I mean, I'm assuming you went to the draft house and stuff like we did. You, I mean, they showed all the funny yeah. Aquaman shows. That's all Aquaman's ever been. Even, I mean, even some of the more, even, like, uh, the rendition of, like, Batman the Brave and the Bold when they had Aquaman come in there, and he's, like, a family man, and they make fun of him all the time. Like, besides Hook Man, Hook Aquaman, which, by the way, is really awesome, he's always pretty much been a joke. I'm just too blind by Throne of Atlantis, so, I think, yeah, is, so I is, is my problem going into this. That's fair. So, so I would say, too, um, for the Ragnarok comment... Ragnarok came out in November, and everything had already been set, and it uh, filming on May second of twenty seventeen oh, for okay. Aquaman. So this came out, or this was in production and was already filming, Before and it already it started out. everything right. by that point. Yeah, that's why okay. when I heard the Ragnarok thing, I was like, I get it, but I'm also kind of like, I just feel like that's always been Aquaman, excluding yeah. like the one edition. Or... Yeah, um, I think you cause... argued with me that one day, and you're like, No, no, I was like, Look it up. The yeah, no, one I mean, gift and, of and him you're... is him riding dolphins and seahorses. Yeah. No, I mean, like, and that's the thing. Like, Aquaman is campy, but my favorite Aquaman is drunk hook arm or hook hook hand Arthur Curry. So I want that. Um, but I think that Jason Oh, my Momo... God. Is Jason Momoa going to get a hook hand? That's I hope. Do you think they'll do it? That'd be amazing. Um, no, I mean, but I do think that this was a nice blend uh, for his character. The movie itself, like, 
I can understand somebody comparing it to it, especially some of the music choices, but I don't feel like that's a valid thing given the production linings and just knowing the history of the character. And the reason I don't get the music choices, which a thing is because if you, when we, I guess we can go talk about the visuals and everything and everything that's underwater and the bioluminescence, as I mes- mentioned with the colors off the trailers, I was expecting that type of music. Yeah, that is fair. If you have something that is that bright and that techno looking, you're going to have some like synth wave stuff. Yeah. That's fair. Because they only used it in Atlantis. Right. Oh, maybe it would have been better if they'd used it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just cut out uh, Mr. Worldwide, and I think we're I think we're good. That was so bad, <laughs> and I actually liked that song when I listened to it by itself. But now I hate it because it's just oh. Um, but I mean, yeah. visually, I think the movie is stunning, and the fact that they did do a lot of it underwater was really good. I liked the small distortions that they put into the voices when they're speaking to each other underwater. I thought that was a really really nice touch. I just like yeah. that they didn't have a bubble. Yeah. 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 You know, like from last year when we talked about this, this is the only thing I, I really wanted with them to, because I was worried because I even said it when we did our Justice League review. Like as long as, if they do the water the way they did it in Justice League, this movie is going to be terrible. But they yeah. wasn't even close to what it was like in Justice League. No, I thought yeah. it was really well done. And even when they're in the darker parts of the ocean, it's still lit really, really well. Um, and I just personally think that comes from Juan's background in horror because he knows how to use stuff visually and make things look good on camera and make things pop. Um, yeah, everything's really good. I'm, I'm glad that Orin didn't stay in that kind of like gold outfit. I think that was the only glaring part in the CGI. I was like, this isn't a good choice. But as soon as he gets into kind of his Ocean you know, Master outfit, Ocean Master outfit, Which he's solid. That yeah, he looks amazing. so good. Like going into costuming and stuff. That sh- this is probably the most comic book accurate movie costume wise that I've seen in a while. I mean, and I, I actually think it benefits from it. I think it does. Which I think leads yeah. back into, like, the campiness that we were talking about. Yeah. Like, Orm looks dope in his silver and purple. And his mask, or his helmet, is that is Orm. Um, Mera, same thing, pulled from the comics. And if you had told me that I would be standing in Aquaman, who has the, like, the traditional Aquaman suit, I would not have believed you. Because it looks ridiculously good, and that suit is like not the most appealing thing to look at yeah i mean i thought when they were first doing the gold that they were going to go with kind of the, the animated throne of atlantis costume but i'm kind of glad they went with with the original like it looks really really good and that stupid helmet comes across really well and i'm like that probably is thanks to jason uh james wan's like horror background because he kills all the costumes there isn't a costume in this i didn't even like even when they're showing like the fishermen people yeah they they looked awesome they looked awesome they look so good that's why take out take out manta and then just give us more of like the fishermen and more of like the trench people and like those crab people you know that's fair i i would do without manta if we got more of the the kingdoms which yeah, which I guess, one, if we're going to go to the Manta point, I guess because of the end of the movie, because it looks like they're clearly setting up for Manta to play his other role. Yeah. So they had to have at least introduce him, which I guess if we want to play it that way. But as far as, like, the costuming stuff of everything, I didn't know Atlanteans were that extra at this point. <laughs> How so? Like, between over-the-top, like, Mira's wearing, like, jellyfish. Oh, yeah. dude, that outfit's so nice. <laughs> I it love it. She, it's so good. <laughs> I mean, even when they're going to meet people, they're just like, even when they showed them like old people, like they're just wearing like armor all the time that's shiny and bright. No, but did you, do you remember Mira from, um, I think it may be Brave and the Bold, but she has in that one, she's wearing like the bikini top with the flowing green skirt and has like a bioluminescent green fucking cape in the animation. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like between that and then like obviously if we go into their actual the sea creatures and how they like have their armor and what they put and what they have on them like some decked out sea creatures i want to ride a seahorse guys oh dude how they were riding all their animals oh awesome amazing also adrian orm was riding a meg right yeah it was ridiculous it was, was a meg right he's riding he, he riding dinosaurs. The dude's riding goddamn dinosaurs. It was awesome. I love that. 
I wanted more of of that stuff. Give me more of that stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like as much as like I talked about, like I had the bias of this movie. Like just seeing all the sea creatures they had and they produced and they came up with, and like the they talked about the different kingdoms of what we had between like the trench people and then the crabs that we talked about. And some of the other stuff, I was like, this is just amazing. I can watch this without anything. Like, you don't even have to speak. Let's just all go into action of sharks riding around like puppies. Those crabs <laughs> yeah. were adorable, and I wanted more of them. Yeah, it was cool. Like, that final scene, because I know James Bond has, like, a big, like, he's, like, a big Star Wars fan. And that last mm-hmm. scene felt like Battle of Geonosis, Yeah, underwater. It did. Oh, it was so good. Loved yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, like, that part. Yeah, it, it was it was really, really good. I actually really liked the trench, too. The scene where he's um, he's going with Mira to get... He's holding Mira. They jumped off the boat, jump into the water, and, like, the trench people are, like, getting closer and closer to them, and it's, like, this small pocket of light that's going through. It was so good. Like, visually, I would, I would frame that. Yes. Because you can see each individual trench person. And it's, it's like, there's depth to it, but it's still, like, dark blue on black, but it still stands out. At least from all the ocean biologists that I follow, because I love marine biology, they said it was actually pretty well done outside of, like, obviously Atlantis. And except for the flare, they could not confirm or deny that they go that deep. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just... Now, the one thing I do wish is I wish that Mira had had the wig that she had in Justice League over what she had here. Yeah, not not, not a great choice. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like that. Um, but, I mean, everything else was so spot on, like, I'll let it go, honestly. Um, and I know the the suit that she's wearing, I believe it's specifically from Rebirth Mira, so from, the like, the current runs that are going on. Right. And Rebirth Mira has brighter, like, way brighter hair than Mira has in, in previous editions of her. So that if, if they were looking at comic references and bringing those up, then it makes sense why that was a stylistic choice to get it. I just personally think it don't look good. I just thought it matched <laughs> the rest of the visuals. Everything was bright. Everything was, like I said, bioluminescence. Everything was extra. Her hair was extra. Well, I guess, too, maybe we- because Dolph Lundgren has a different type of hair than she does. And that's his daughter. So, like, maybe they could. Yeah. That, that, that's fair hair. because actually, he looked a little weird. But that yeah. it took me a minute to get him. Um, I do uh, wish that I had seen more of Mira and Aquaman fighting together, like act like yeah. the, how they yes. do in the comics and in the animations of them actually utilizing each other to fight. I think that would have been better. Um, yeah, I would have believed more of like a love story there. Because I know, I, obviously, I know, I knew what needs to happen. There just wasn't enough in like the show or it, enough in the movie, other than them kind of like running around, jumping out of planes to, to be like, oh, hey, there, there's the moment. There's a moment where they might like each other. Uh, what about what about Mary Poppins? We got Mary Poppins, y'all, as uh, as the big sea creature. Yeah, I love that. That was really good. <laughs> that was good dialogue. I was okay with that one. I I also really liked the this the octopus playing the drums when or when it's the Ring of Fire battle. That yeah, someone said that um, it's the same. There's an uh, octopus playing the drums in a ring of fire with William Defoe in this movie and in Finding Nemo, <laughs> <laughs> which was just like a weird connection. That's awesome. I um, really liked William Defoe in this movie. He was just a, such a proud father figure. He was. <laughs> Aww. You could no, just I feel thought... him holding back the tears. And. I also think, too, like, so we've talked about visuals and stuff. I think action-wise, I think it's also really good. And I thought there – I think also, like, the reason why I give the the movie, like, a lot of kind of, like, leeway in dialogue and, you know, all that type of stuff is also because they – it looks like it's really heavily influenced by Wuja, um, like, the Hong Kong style of, of, of fighting, uh, like, Crash of Tiger, Hidden Dragon, House of Flying Daggers, like, that type. Uh, into the Badlands, essentially, um, of, like, the exaggerated movements. And I feel like that was a really good choice, fight choreography-wise, especially when they're underwater. Um, And so for me, I think I kind of, like, when I think of that stuff, I kind of think of more over-the-top dialogue and over-the-top, like, acting and things that, like, 
if it doesn't land, it didn't bother me. But like the the battle between or the Ring of Fire fight is probably one of my favorites in the film. Not my favorite, but one of my favorites. And then I really liked the way that they showed um, Mira using her powers underwater and still distinguishing it as something different. So like when she pulls Orm up and then smashes him back into the into the podium and pulls out the water. And that was dope. It was so good. And like that's uh, that for me CG wise and like animating wise I think would be hard because it's water on water and you have to show it differentiating. I as I said before, I'm a I'm a sucker for like bad movies that have like a decent adventure and basically I just like the pacing, I, as much as the dialogue issues, like I said, I enjoyed the fast pace of the movie. Because we just kept, we started, we took off, we went, and then it was basically, it was just kind of like, we are on an adventure to go, we have to go get this. It didn't, to me, didn't seem like your traditional, like, superhero origin type thing, or like, doing stuff, it literally turned into basically an adventure movie. It was like Indiana Jones and Thor Ragnarok had a baby. I mean, I got With Journey to the Center dialogue. of the Earth in this. Yeah. I got the deep in this. Oh, yeah, the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, there was dinosaurs. Yeah. Why didn't you give us more dinosaurs? That's what I'm saying. I was like, <laughs> I got, like, that's why I said, I, like, like, I, like, literally shook my head. I was like, oh, we're getting dinosaurs? I was awesome. going to fight a T-Rex? <laughs> Is that what's going to happen here? Because that's what I'm saying. I was like, um, we had, like I said, between Journey to the Center of the Earth, we had some of the deep in here. It was just fast pace of we're going to find, we're on an adventure to go through exploring things. I was like, this is not fair because I know there's some bad stuff in this, but this is like all the stuff that I love to watch. And so I was like, obviously I'm enjoying this and it's all in the water. Yeah. I mean, and I think too, like, they did a really good job of visually showing his communication with animals and I really liked it. Yeah. Like, they actually did the rings. Oh yeah, no, when he, at the end when he turns them on, it was, it was... Kim that was really so good. good. And then when he's talking to the guardian of the the trident, um, yeah, Mary, Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> and then like I think too, <laughs> and we're not even talking about the unsung hero of this movie, Mr. Randall Park. Yeah, <laughs> who has roles in both the universes now, which I think and is I great. Loved it so much. I love it so much. <laughs> he is amazing. Oh, he's gonna die though, and that sucks. I know. It's okay. It's okay. Because Kate was so excited, and I was like, you know he has to die, right? And yeah. Like, we don't talk about that. And then it hit me, that. and I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like I said, I think for what they look like, I think this is definitely, I guess, I don't know if you, is there anything else you want to talk to you if you want to go, like, as far as, like, moving forward with this movie. Yeah. Move so, forward. So I guess, like, moving forward, I think, like, people have said, and, like, I felt like, I felt like this was a great stepping stone of what they're going to do. Yeah. It still is a little weird that they still lean into the PG so much, rating-wise. Yeah. Because I still don't know, like, if there's really any blood in this movie at all. That was what made me sad about Mira's fight scenes, is because Mira cuts people up with her water blades, and right. they bleed everywhere, and it's awesome. So that is a little weird that trying to get used to that, because I am accustomed to, like, basically, especially if you've ever seen Throne of Atlantis, it is actually, for a cartoon, very bloody. Mm-hmm. It's actually rated mature. Yeah. And so, like, I'm still leaning into that, but I think overall, like, I'm actually excited for the next movie. I, they, I think they did a pretty damn good job of setting up for another Aquaman movie. Yeah. Especially oh, and they did a good job of justifying why he had a trident in Justice League. Yes. Yeah. That was probably the best <laughs> part you. of the whole movie. That was like I was <laughs> oh when I saw what the whole like trailer part and I was like. This makes no sense, and I'm going to hate myself for going to see this movie. And then they justified it, and I was like, oh, I can live with this. Yeah. I think they did a pre- they did they definitely did a lot better job with background compared yeah. to, like, some of the other movies, especially when we just, like I said, we talked about Justice League, where he just shows up. He all of a sudden has a trident. We don't know why. He doesn't apparently want to be in Atlantis. Yeah. I actually feel like I understand Aquaman as a character, which I don't think I've gotten from any of the movies, including Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I I can't I can't be optimistic. I can, I just can't. I've been hurt too much by this universe. <laughs> yeah. I've just been hurt way too much. That's fair. Oh, uh, the casting of younger Arthur Curry was really well done. Like baby Arthur and like teenage Arthur definitely look like they come together to make an adult Arthur, 
which I think is really good because sometimes like kid casting or like younger castings can like feel off. But I thought it was really good. Yeah, the, the the young Arthur, like the little kid one, really owned that he was talking to fish in that scene, which I yes. really appreciate. Which is all my goal in life is to have, if I'm at an aquarium and somebody's a dick to me, a shark will swim into the glass. That's all I want in my life. <laughs> my life will be complete. So if we go to an aquarium, Kate's just being rude to me. You the shark slams in the glass saying, you. hey, 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 my life is done. That's all I've been dreaming about since I was a little kid. That's all I want. Yeah. I mean, I think I think I think going forward this is a great path. Um and I think the fact that I think what helps it is I really feel like Jason Momoa is living this character in a different way than a lot of the other actors are for the characters that they've had. Like when the film premiered in Hawaii, like he did an enti- he did a haka on the freaking carpet like before the premiere. And, like, if you hear him in interviews, he's like, yeah, I'm Arthur. <laughs> I'm Aquaman. Like, he, he, I guess Gal Gadot's pretty close with how much she loves it. But I just, there's, like, a different feeling when I see, like, the camaraderie that that Jason Momoa has with Amber Heard and then what Jason Momoa has with James Wan. Like, that's just something that I don't think I felt looking at the DCEU actors in other maybe Ezra Miller which is why I feel really bad for that guy um but like that type of excitement and love and passion I don't think I've really gotten at this level close to it from Gal but not not to what I've seen Jason put forward and I think that's what helps the movie I thought you had something Adrian yeah I was just waiting for you to say something oh no 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 yeah, I, I mean, I, I I think he loves the character. I think it's dope. I'm just, I would go watch another Aquaman movie now knowing that this is kind of like the style that they're going with. Like, if I go in knowing that I'm going to get, like, prequel-style action sequence, like, prequel Star Wars action sequences with, like, dialogue that I'm not going to like, but I get really pretty scenes and cool action scenes, I'm, I can live with that. I'm worried about the transition back, though. Because eventually, like, he's going to have to go back with the Justice League at some point. if we look at what DC has said from SDCC, the establishment of Worlds of DC is the banner that they're running on was done to, like, to explicitly eliminate the crossing. So. Oh, we're not going to get, there's no more crossovers? They they gave up? They haven't said yes or no, but they've said that not all of their films exist in a shared universe and should be able to exist by themselves. So basically what they did is they want them alone, but they'll throw you three lines of dialogue per movie to reference just in case. Okay, I guess we're like looking up looking up like their their lineup of the movies that they're releasing. I guess that makes sense cuz none of these these are all like they're just solo. Yeah. 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 But like it also makes me wonder like how come Superman what didn't care like how come no one cared that all this trash was just magically on like the land yeah that was like the heroes were like oh shit maybe i should like look into all this all of the warships <laughs> were pushed out of the land yeah that was yeah, pretty like, bad no like, batman wasn't like oh wait this isn't good oh, so no, i did think we were gonna get a cameo like because now. of that like huh? because of how big that like all the ships and trash i thought there might have been a cameo yeah and then when there wasn't, I mean, I was fine with it. But then it was, it was kind of like Adrian, like, so don't, do they not exist? Because you had to go mention the dialogue at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, because all these, all like the heroes know that who Arthur is. Like, they know he's Atlantean. So, like, they have to have known that, hey, some stuff's probably going on, like, underwater. Yeah. Maybe we should go help our friend who helped us kill Stephen Wolf. Yeah. Um, I do want to do a call out or uh, for Ludi Lin because I love that guy, even if he ends up having his head in a toilet at the end. Oh God, I forgot about that scene. Thanks for reminding me for that. <laughs> that one's pretty bad. <laughs> craziness. <laughs> I do love Ludi Lin though. Um, yeah, and I'm happy he's in a bigger movie because um, he was really, really good in Power Rangers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. So I was like, oh, look at this. Look at this. I, I nudged Stefani. She didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, you didn't even talk about the kaiju in this movie. As soon yeah. as like it came so, out, so I was I like, was Kate's probably. Kate, I was waiting for Kate Kate's to gonna say, lose okay. her mind. Yeah. So when I walked out of the theater, I was like, I got pretty things. I got horror because the trench is like all of James Wan's horror elements shoved in there, and it's perfect. And then I kept yelling, "I got a kaiju! I got a kaiju!" I was waiting for Kate to say something, so because I, I know we start talking about the creatures, and I was like, "I'll let Kate go into the kaiju." It's so good. It's a perfect kaiju. It is a yeah. perfect freaking kaiju. It just like smashed everything. It didn't care about the people that were on its side either, like a real kaiju. And then I don't know if I was just very hyped up for it because we had the um, Godzilla trailer, which was yeah. amazing, for ours, by the way. Yeah, it which really was good. so good. And it's a Michael Doherty film, and it's gonna be great. Um, and so that already got me hyped for it. And then I was like, oh, there's a kaiju go scene. On my screen, um, and it was cute too. Yeah, cute and, it's, and it's voiced by Mary Poppins. It's crazy. I just how they got Julie Andrews. Hey, Julie Andrews, you want to go voice a giant kaiju in Aquaman? And she's like, yeah. But the let's last, do it. Wait, the last kaiju didn't talk. Isn't that? No, I'm talking about the kaiju that raises up at the final. Battle. I know. I thought that was the same kaiju. Yeah. it's came, the same kaiju. Yeah, it came oh, up from oh, the that's bottom. Right. Yeah, because if you look, one. it has like the the yeah, that's right. it has fucking tentacle webs. Yeah, okay. So it's like, Mira was fighting that thing. I don't think she knew that that thing was a giant. Maybe she did know it was a giant kaiju. But that thing came out. I was like, oh, that's what Arthur was fighting. Yeah, he was. Oh, <laughs> that's a very big kaiju. I loved it though. I love yeah. it so good. All the dolphins started killing, just attacking people, and the sharks just started eating people. It was great. Oh, the squids just taking out, like, freaking ships. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got all That's what I'm saying, man. They should have just done this all underwater. Just give us an all uh, island or underwater adventure. Arthur's underwater adventure. That's pretty much what I got. <laughs> Besides the Sahara Desert part, which was fine, but because you know that every adventure has to go off to a random place with a different climate or a different uh, area, just like you always end up in a snow place or a water place when you end up. Hey, Pipple, Pipple had to get paid, man. Yeah. Oh God, that was such a bad choice. But and actually, that does let me down because James Wan usually has really good music or really good choices in music. Didn't care. <laughs> could have done that whole movie with just like one track the entire time yeah and just, no- just play the yeah. same song over and over again during the fight scenes and i wouldn't have noticed i probably just yeah, be honest yeah that's fair <laughs> you could have put one track with nobody talking and i'd have been completely fine but i think that goes to show kind of I mean just from um like what we talked about in our john williams episode about soundtracks like there's little things in this movie that i think if you change it is like mcu tier good yeah. Change the dialogue, change the music, and this becomes a much different movie for me. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not a perfect movie. I, I think it's my, it's my favorite DCEU movie overall, if we want to go into, like, how we felt or how we rank it type things. Um, it's my favorite DCEU movie. Um, but you're right. It's not Marvel tier or MCU tier, um, but it's so close. And yeah, to it's actually real close. Get I think it's better than a lot of the older ones, for sure. The older ones, yes. I mean, yeah, I don't. It's better know. than the first two Thors. Better than Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Uh, you know, so on and so forth. But literally, you're talking about like the redheaded stepchildren of the MCU, though. Because I guess I'm yeah, thinking right. of like like, like uh, just with the pacing, and everything of just like an Ant Man and Wasp type movie. Except I actually it had awesome sea creatures and a kaiju, and better visuals. Like, yeah, I'm all right with that. I'd <laughs> yeah. watch I'd watch this over Ant Man and Wasp if I had to yeah. like pick if I had to watch a movie again. I'd probably watch this one over Ant Man and Wasp just because Ant, uh, this one's more fun. More things happen, like fight scenes that are cooler, and sharks and kaiju. And yeah. they treated their sharks like they were puppies, Kate. <laughs> I mean, like, I They were growling, even though that kind of threw me off. But, yes. I wouldn't, but I respect you all in doing that, and I would probably watch it right after I watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's fair. I'm disappointed. But it's also because I love Wasp in that movie so much. Oh, yeah. I'd watch Wasp. Like, if you give... Hey, either Mira or Wasp is going to have a movie. I'll take Wasp. Wasp. I'll take Wasp. I also, I don't know, and I, I don't know. I don't know Amber Heard's life. I just know Amber Heard has gone through a lot of shit while this movie was filming. 
Um, and I would not be surprised if some of that did affect her stuff. But at the end of the day, she had to produce a product and her acting wasn't great. But I still loved Mira. I loved her in this movie and I loved her. I loved the comic book nods that they gave me for her. And I loved how they showed her power. And she made daggers out of wine. That's like on brand for me. So I need it. And I loved her. <laughs> so what would you rate it then? Or your final thoughts and rating? Oh, uh, sh- well, actually, what does uh, Rotten Tomatoes have it at right now? 64%. IMDb has it at 7.8 out of 10. That's actually not bad for. That's uh, not bad. For actually, IMDb. that's not. Yeah, for IMDb, that's actually not bad at all. Um, it's so far from its uh, foreign gross right now. It's at three hundred and thirty-two million dollars. That's not factoring in all of the American stuff. That's with um, zero American dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's already gonna do better than Wonder Woman. I was like, this um, thing's on pace to bank. Yeah. Um, I would probably give it an eight. Eight out of ten. Fluffy shark puppies. <laughs> Do you have any other final thoughts for that, Ben? Give more horror directors more comic movies. They know how to make things visually look good because horror is a visual genre. Also, not related, but still related. I liked the Hellboy trailer that we got before Aquaman, but they should have just given GDT Hellboy 3 instead of doing this. I'm not a... Yeah. I, I feel like Ron Perlman better than the other guy. Yeah. That was my only thing is like, it's weird because he looks a lot smaller than Ron Perlman. <laughs> you know who would actually be a pretty good Hellboy? Jason Momoa. We're not doing this. Yeah, we're not doing. Be. We're just gonna give. I, one I'll person. still take Ron Perlman. Yeah, I'll take, still take I'll, Ron no, no, I'll still take Ron, Ron Perlman. Perlman is Hellboy for me. Yeah, yeah no, I'll still tough. take Ron Perlman over him. But I think he'd make a good one. Okay, go ahead, guys. Adrian, you want to go ahead? Um, uh, I probably. I gotta think. I don't know. I mean, I saw it yesterday. I don't know. I also, don't know what I rated other movies this year. I know Matt's gonna give me a hard time if I rate it higher than. Some other stuff. I don't know. I guess seven out of five, seven point five out of ten, probably. I don't because I wouldn't go like pay money to go rewatch this in the theater again. I don't know if I'd sit down and watch it if I had like the DVD. I put like on in the background and like pay attention during the fight scenes. But I couldn't. I wouldn't like rewatch this. Sit down with a, with a thing of popcorn and, and kind of watch it again, as I would like other movies in this genre. Stuff I liked, I really liked. Stuff that was bad was kind of pretty bad. I go seven point five out of ten. That's where I'm going with. I'm okay with IMDb score. About. That's fair. I think IMDb score is probably about right on with me, which is probably about. I guess I'd go with an eight out of ten. I guess, even though I enjoyed it probably way more than I should have, because the dialogue is so bad in this movie. Yeah, this is a very on brand movie for you <laughs> yeah. as a as a ocean lover. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's what I'm saying, like. As a person who will sit there, like, will watch a Brandon Fraser movie that's, like, probably bad, but it's great just because of the way it goes. <laughs> like, I got, like, old school Brandon Fraser type Journey to the Center of the Earth. Brandon. Brandon, whatever. Don't even care. He's so old and looks so bad right now. Um, his name might have changed. But between Journey to the Center of the Earth, deep kind of live action with some superheroes, I got a lot of animal creatures and I even got, like, basically, they even, with the trench area of, like you said, the horror, but kind of, like, just the mystery of the ocean type feel, I yeah. was like, yeah, this is totally on brand. And I was like, just out of fun thing of, like, how much on brand, I would definitely give this movie, like, a 9, 9.5. But I also know, like, <laughs> but I also know it is not on, that good Okay, so on the Matt scale, it's a 9.5. Yes. On the genuine judged against other movies of its genre. Yeah. And- yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> that's the funny thing, man. Like, I think... And, you know, our year in review episode comes out um, pretty soon. But, like, the whole time I was thinking, like, Matt would love this scene. Like, Matt probably loved this scene. Oh, uh, Kate loved this scene for sure. It's all I kept thinking about through, like, this entire movie. Yeah. I just kept about how much you guys would like. and going, like, look, look, look at it. Matt, is that a bag? Is that a bag? 
Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those. I'll probably give it about the IMDb. About I'll give it a little about, about an eight out of ten just to round it off. About right, but it's definitely nine point five on the Matt Brand scale. <laughs> yeah, the whole like like fifty percent, like fifty three percent on Metacritic and like sixty eight percent. I think are a little bit low. I think it's definitely higher than Metacritic. Metacritic is a little too harsh on it. Well, Metacritic's sure. harsh on everything. Yeah. yeah, Metacritic. If you can get in the seventies, and definitely if you can get in the eighties, like you are like woo. Yeah, up there. IMDb for a seven point eight. I think it's. I think that's really fits pretty well. Um, I yeah. definitely think it's by far the best DC movie that we've gotten like recently. I think it's above and beyond Wonder Woman. I mean, I would watch this movie. I would actually. I don't know if I'd pay to. I might pay to watch this movie. Again. I would pay to watch this movie again. <laughs> I would. I would um, just because, like I said, this is basically my brand of stuff. You know who would also really like this movie? Who? Steven Hillenburg. No, oh, he would. See? Change my rating. <laughs> Nine out of ten. <laughs> no, but yeah, if we're going from just like critical thing, like yeah, the dialogue's bad. There's some things. Manta, I think they did decently set him up, but he, you could cut him out and be useful. He's not really that useful. He was good when he was there. He was good when he was there, and I, I enjoyed his costume. He made him look at least cool and better than just like, I thought he was going to have a regular wetsuit. I was like, oh. Cool. Yeah, they gave it armor. I, I like that they showed how he got it. Like, he actually re-engineered Atlantean armor, which is really cool. Yeah, I Damn you. Yeah. <laughs> Damn yes. you, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> but I am excited because I have a feeling they're going to go with the next one. And I am actually yeah. really excited for it. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. I don't have anything else. Makes me sad we we're not going to get, like, the Legion of Doom. I don't need mm. a Legion of Doom. All I need is Aquaman. With the to go existing find... villains, I don't want a Legion of Doom. All I you want... give me Deathstroke and Ooh. Manta to oh, get. Oh yeah, but we haven't even seen Deathstroke actually do anything. We just saw. But him he get looked on a cool boat. as shit. <laughs> but we didn't see Manta do that... anything, no, but no, no, looked no, no. cool either. No, no, we did. We got to see him fight. We didn't even get to see Je- Deathstroke fight. Um, hey, now if, the end we, of the boat? if we have to take this, we have to get Joker. Hey, hey, Kate. Uh, James Bond is going to do uh, the Legion of Doom movie I'll, with... I'll, I'll give it my money. <laughs> yeah. So <there> <laughs> Imagine the horror stuff that can happen there. I know. Actually, James Wan would have directed a dope Suicide Squad. Don't care anymore. Ooh. But right. we got David Ayer. No, or at least don't. the Ayer cut. Oh, you're talking about the first one or the second one? First one. Oh, I was like, I actually have hope we have James Gunn for the second one. Yeah, no, I think James Gunn could actually do something really good with it. But But. as far as thing, like as far as like moving forward movies, Aquaman 2, they can search for another Atlantean trident that's like the other lost one. And that's all that him and Mira just go on an adventure with the sharks and creatures and do some battles. And I'm okay with this. We don't have to have anybody. I don't need Batman in this shit. I mean, I like Batman. Love Batman movie. Sure. Don't care. Yeah, me, I, I kind of don't want to see anybody else touch him. Give me, or touch give me his world. them riding seahorses with some underwater battles and trying to find another lost artifact, and I'm okay. I want more stuff in the trench. You did they had dinosaurs? No, I mean like in the actual trench. Like I want more exploration down there. Anyway, so are you guys after this though? Are you all? So the next one coming up is Shazam. Um, I, I watch the trailers for Shazam. Um, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know I don't really watch trailers for things that I know I'm going to go watch. But I watch trailers for Shazam because I didn't know how it was going to feel. That looks like overly campy and dumb as hell, and I'm about it. It's also directed <laughs> by a horror director. Yeah, I'm about that one. Like I, I kind of know what I'm getting, kind of going into that. I don't know if like the trailer for Aquaman was like how the movie kind of came. Like it was, was. honestly, they it just was. showed sea creatures with a bunch of bioluminescent lights. All okay, but well, like, just like I'm talking about, like in terms of like how like the dialogue was, but uh, the Shazam, no, you don't, you don't get a real, yeah, you don't really, you get don't get a sense uh, okay. of dialogue. You just see, you just see the action and Atlantis and that Atlantis stuff. and more Atlantis and light up Atlantis. That's all you see. Yeah, I'm, I'm alright. Shazam the trailer looks good. It looks like a pretty goddamn comic book accurate thing that's gonna happen. I'm I'm, I'm okay with it. The, the uniform kind of looks a little cheesy, and the actor isn't my favorite person on the planet, but. You know, we'll see what happens. The poofy suit could have been better. I can't stand yeah. the poofy suit. And I think it or you just awful. got someone who was actually ripped. Yes. Yeah. But I also loved Chuck, and Chuck's personality kind of matches Shazam's personality. Yeah. <laughs> a child? Yes. Yeah. If you've ever watched <laughs> Chuck, that's about right. <laughs> he's basically a person that has something put into him to be a hardcore spy, even though he's basically a child. 
But I will I, say this though, I knew that Jason Momoa was a big man, but like seeing him in the corridor of the submarine, I was like, oh, you can't even move in here. <laughs> Which is why that fight scene was that much better. I'm not, yeah, that ex- so- I'm not that excited for Shazam. I'm sorry. I think it. I, I don't know. One, I'm not the biggest Shazam fan in the world either. Ah, uh, so not- I'm not excited, but I'm not despondent. Like yes. I'm not like this movie is gonna suck. No. Like I, I'll watch it, be especially after this. And I like camp. I love camp. Love Batman. I like Robin. camp when I know I'm gonna get camp. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, if as long as like these are like self-contained movies and they're not gonna like really kind of touch until things are flushed out, I'll 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 be there for them. I probably won't. I don't know if I'll watch the Zam opening night like I did for this one. But. I don't think I will. I think I'm gonna try and get other people to cover it for the site because I I don't want to see. I don't know if I'm gonna watch that. I'm night. I'm I'm kind of excited about uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker though. Um, I'd be be lying if I I wasn't uh, kind of hyped with the the stuff that they showed for it. He looks so on that note, out. we're just going to end this podcast and act like... Hey, man, do you want that or do you want goddamn Jared Leto? I want neither at this point. It's a, it's a very low bar to, to beat Jared that Leto's Joker. That is a Joker. very low bar. That's why I said I'm down with none. We, like, we're good. <laughs> at this, I, I, I really enjoy, like the Joker. I think it's great. But between Jared Leto and what the other thing, I'm like, just give me somebody else. I'll take... Scooper. He's also just like one of the most played villains. What's what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it, I like him, and I like what they were originally supposed to do with them. Well, not I mean, not the design, but I'm talking about when they introduced that they're like, hey, we're gonna add Joker to this. I was excited, and then I watched Suicide Squad, which by far is the worst fucking movie ever. And now they're doing another Joker movie that we have no idea. And another Suicide Squad, yeah, and then another Jared Leto Joker thing, yeah, and, and some... then Harley Quinn, and and but we haven't got any goddamn green lantern which what's well, i'm saying we have all this stuff and i'm universe. like i just don't care anymore like just throw it all out i'm not i don't even care about birds of prey because apparently harley quinn's supposed to be the seller of this and i'm like she's not even a bird so like <laughs> anyway you can find us at but why the pc on all of our social media come join the conversation let us know what you thought about aquaman also make sure to rate review and subscribe to us on itunes and wherever you are listening it helps other people find us and it is the easiest way to help us and show some support as always you can find me at oh my myth reindeer on twitter adrian yeah you can find me on twitter at super reese 93 s-u-p-e-r-r-u-i-z 93 matt you can find me on my way to lemuria was a reference to the beep. It was. Damn you.